Welcome to the Gaining Control Podcast. At the young age of five, I found myself in the front row of an old country church watching the funeral service of my grandfather. All I could remember from that day was my mother's loud cry, my grandfather's still body in the casket, and the groundkeepers lowering my grandfather's body one crank after another. I was left in total confusion as to why this day has become the event I remember the most of my grandfather. As years passed, I finally understood that my grandfather's death inspired me to encourage others. I started to see death in a whole new way. I began to see the people right in front of me that was living but actually dying. I saw people dying to their decisions, problems, pain, poor habits, and much more. I asked myself, how can I help? What do others need? What's the best way to connect with others and learn their story? And how can I share impactful tips and information to transform other lives? The Gaining Control Podcast was created because I truly believe that you can gain control of your life and live your best life. I'm looking forward to the journey we're about to embark on. I believe this is the time for you to start gaining control. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Gaining Control Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Corley. I'm the host and the creator of the Gaining Control Podcast. And I'm so grateful to be back after a hiatus of the last couple months. Um, Forgive me if you mix me, but I needed that break away from podcasts and I needed that break away from content created and I'm back where I need to be at. Not only I'm inspirational as always, but I'm energetic to be what it is that I know I need to be for people and why I came up with the content idea of gaining control and what gaining control means. And so before I jump into today's content, I do want to explain for those of you that are new, that's going to catch the podcast at this time of me creating um, content is gaining control podcast is simply about helping you gain control of your life. But to be more specific, it's about really diving deeper into different categories that we kind of not, we don't go too deep in. We kind of are a cliche with, with, with the way how we talk about things. But the Gaining Control Podcast was simply created because I just felt as if that a lot of people struggle to really gain control of their life and what it means to actually take the steps to gain control. And I'm not just talking on this general, this generalization of, of, of being inspirational, motivational, encouraging, and somebody give you a quote and then you take that quote and then you're like, okay, I'm going to just be more positive today or, or, or I'm going to believe in myself a little bit more, but I'm, I'm talking really diving deep into that mental aspect of why we think the way we think, how we think, how we draw up our conclusions, how we make our decisions and really diving deep into who it is that we are. So it's basically like just studying yourself really deep. And so I try to come from a place of challenging a lot of thoughts, but also being a little bit controversial sometimes with how the way things are said on a, on a popular scale. Maybe you may hear a celebrity say a quote and, and sometimes I'm, I'm a little controversial and, and, and breaking down a quote to really see if it means what they were saying, what it means, or if it's just something that they've taken from somebody else. And just because they have a following, it just kind of spreads like a wildfire and it's popular. I, I love doing that because 
I, I truly believe a lot of people get hung up on following things that really don't have no meaning. And so I'm I'm real big on really breaking down and getting to the, the thick of what something means so we can actually take it, break it down in bite-sized pieces, and we can start chewing it and applying what it is we need to apply to our life so we can live our best life. And so my goal is to help you live your best life. Um, that's the goal for me every day. Um, and that's the goal for the people that I have around me. I just want everybody to live their best life because I truly believe when we do set out to live our best life, there's so much wealth that's inside of us that we can create and build amazing things in this world to add on to the amazing value that has already been added into this world. And so I truly want you to live your best life and I hope you do too. So please thank you for tuning in to the Gain of Control podcast. And before I start the episode, I do want to give a huge shout out to everybody out in the country of India that's been rocking with me over the last few months. I really appreciate you all. I'm really interested in learning more about your coaches. So please Write me on Instagram, write me on Facebook, write me on Twitter at Travis K. Corley. In the show notes, you will get my podcast um, details, and you will also see what my social media handles are. Um, you can even find me on LinkedIn. Um, wherever you got to find me at, let's connect. I, I do want to learn more about India, but for all the other countries that's been following as well, please connect with me. Um, I just noticed that over the last few weeks, um, India has really taken the podcast to another level. Um, my analytics has blown up there. And so I just wanted to give a huge shout out to India, and I appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. And so I'm glad that I'm able to bring some value and, 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 and help you become the best version of yourself. So after a long wait, I'm not putting out a podcast episode. What is it that I'm going to talk about? And, and I very much want to talk about simply that sometimes in life, it's okay to admit when you're not your best. And so I just wanted to be brutally honest. And, and I want to talk from the standpoint of what do you do when you're not your best? Do you fake it till you make it? Because that's a popular um line of popular phrase that is said do you admit the truth and you tell the very people that's closest to you that you're not your best and that you don't have it in you today do you go and ask for help um and, and knowing that you need it do you do you really humble yourself to go ask for help or is it that you just sit down and you run away from everything you just kind of take a break what what is it that we do because for different people that pressure is different when, when I'm a parent as well, I have a two-year-old daughter um, by the name of Tiana, and there's days that my wife and myself are both tired, but we cannot make an excuse to be parents. And so we find ourselves um, leaning on one another to get things done. Um, and, and sometimes we extend our nights to be later than what they ever was because we have work to do and we're accountable for so many different things that we have to give up. God, we have to burn the midnight oil you to to get those things done. Um, and, and so with our child, she don't understand that daddy and mommy is tired. She just knows what she needs and she's coming to us for it because she knows we're her parents. And so we can't just quit or give up being a parent because we have the responsibility of her. Now, I do know that there's a lot of single parents um, in the world. And I, and, and I come from a mother that did a lot of single parenting. And so I don't want to um, negate the fact that sometimes it's parents that um, there is some parents that walk away from their kid's life because they're tired and they got things going on and it leaves the burden on other people. I do want to acknowledge those that are um, sticking around and they're, they're, they're really uh, fighting for their kids to have the best. Um, I commend you because I understand and I saw it firsthand what it takes for a parent to 
to give their all after long days of work um, when they have no energy left for, them for themselves. And then yet they mustered up a little bit of energy just to give their kids maybe a meal, maybe a hug, uh, help them with homework, um, cleaning up the house, setting up the day for the next day to be better than the day that they're currently in. Like, I get it. I, I truly get it. And so I, I don't want to be, um, I just don't want to ignore that because I, I really understand the benefits of of having a a, a great parent that, that sticks their neck out there for their child at all costs. And, and so I wanted to acknowledge that. But what? so what do you do? Because I found myself some days as a parent, I'm like, I just tell my wife, um, and I had to grow to this because I was terrible at it. And I just tell my wife, I don't have it today. It's not that I'm weak. It's just I don't have it. I'm tired. I've burnt myself out. The The energy that I typically have, it's just not there. And trying to motivate myself by saying, you know, your family needs you at this moment makes it even more of a burden sometimes because I feel like as a man, as a father, as a leader, I want to have a safe space around me where I can just say, I'm not at my best and I don't want to force it. And, and I wish that a lot of leaders are able to say that and just say, can I take this break and just give this to a team? Can I take this break and just give this to a spouse? Can I take this break and give it to my kids? Can I take this break and give it to the neighbors and give it to the coaches and give it to teammates and give it to anybody that's around in that close circle? And I wish everybody had the opportunity to, to do that because it's okay if we admit that we're not our best. And, and, and I think a large part of why a lot of people deal with anxiety and depression is because they fighting themselves away from opening up to let out all of that esteem that has built up over time of them fighting to exist, for them fighting to show their best regardless that they don't have it in them, of them fighting to, to stand out um, and, and, and still be this superman or the superwoman that they've been for X amount of years or, or time at a particular place or in a particular relationship. And so there's there's this thing that it's just a lot of people are walking around and they feel guilty of admitting that they don't have it in that moment. And so I just want you to, to for a second, if to think, if this is you, if you feel as if that, you know what, I just don't have it. Admit it to yourself. First thing you can start off, just admit it to yourself. The next thing is, I would say is, think about one person you have in your life. One person that you can contact and you can just admit your truth and they won't judge you. Because I know that's a huge thing too. A lot of people don't want to admit that they are tired or they just don't have it. It's because a lot of judgment comes. A lot of people judge them for saying that they're not at their best in this moment. And although that is unfair, and, and although I've I've truly resonated with people that that feel as if that they can't open up because for years of my life, I was the same way. But I, I do want to say is that sometimes it's okay to even tell the people that you know going to judge you that you're not at your best and you don't have it all at this point. And in the short term, you may take the judgment may come. You may be be talked about. But in the long term, you're actually going to help them 
because they're going to get into a situation when they're going to notice how brave you was, how much humbleness it took, the effort to, to admit that and still carry on in life. They're going to learn from you. And so that's one thing where I've gotten okay with not worrying about the judgment. And I've just been open with expressing that I'm not okay at times because even the judges are getting fed something that's going to help change their life. And so I always try to put myself in an optimistic situation because that optimism allowed me to keep fighting. It allows me to, to build a new energy, to build a a a new love for the things that's in my life to really start myself back over to rejuvenate myself in a way that I, I ever, I never did because I know for sure, even the people that's judging me when I say I don't have it are learning a powerful life lesson. And so you have to let go of what other people would say, but just be okay with letting family, friends, letting whoever it is in your life, despite if those people judge you, that you just don't have it in this moment. It's okay to admit it. Open it up. If you have to write me on social media, write me. Write me. If you have to go to counseling, therapy, it's okay to go to counseling and admit those things. If you have to find somebody that's inspirational or somebody you look up to or somebody that you trust um, that's outside of your 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 circle of influence or your circle of competence, um, find that person and just have those, those conversations because it's healthy to do so. And I, and I truly believe we can reduce a lot of anxiety and depression if we start doing that. But also, too, we can reduce a lot of people that, that lean on other substance that are typically harmful for the body, um, harmful for the mind, harmful for life in general. Um, we can get rid of people kind of being addicted to those things to express themselves or to calm themselves down or to find peace or to find solace or to put them in quote-unquote a safe space or a safe haven we can reduce how people go about their life in those in those moments so i, I truly believe we need to open up and, and just be honest and so i want to move on and and, and i want to say that another thing that i've come to understand that it's okay to take breaks from the very things that you love. Now, I'm going to be careful when I say that. And I'm going to say, don't take a break from your spouse. In other words, saying like, okay, let's separate for a year or so. Um, even though I love you, so I come back better. Not, not that, because I think that type of relationship is different. Or from your responsibility as a parent. Um, but what I will say is that when it comes down to your dreams, maybe you're writing a book. Right. This is for the creators out there in the world, because sometimes even the creators, we feel as if nobody talked to us. And so for the creators that's out there, maybe you're writing a book. Right. And you find yourself where you, you're, you're in the flow of it and you find yourself reaching your goal. You find yourself energetic and happy about what you're writing. But then there comes a day where you hit a wall and it just seems like you're forcing yourself to have content. You're forcing yourself to be this person you force yourself to create and it's just not working it's okay to dial back and take two three days off um don't pressure yourself into feeling as if that if you don't have this done by a particular time period in in the essence of if this goal is not done in 30 days that i'm a failure it's not that it's okay sometimes to take that break and just understand that some of your best work comes when you're mentally free and some of your worst work comes when you're in bondage um i'm one of those people that if i take 
a break. I'm more so taking a break to learn more about me into why I got locked up or why I'm, I feel mentally in bondage um, and, and, and why life feel like it just crashed in on me. I'm taking a break and I'm figuring that part out because I love the growth aspect that comes with me having the opportunity to go to the next level. Um, I, I love the opportunity of, of figuring out the very thing that's stopping me from breaking through to go to even greater heights. And so I take a break for something that I love. Like I took a break from the podcast, but I figured out so many more things about me in that time that I'm able to take what I learned about me and help other people learn something about them too. And so it's one of them things that that was a healthy break. And, and a lot of people don't believe in those healthy breaks because they feel as if that, um, that, they're ruining them, their lives. And, and, and although we may not know the, the time period that we're going to expire, and, and it may appear as if it's a gamble when you take a break from your dreams or something that you love um, in, in that regard. But understand that when you're talking about living your best life, you have to do that at your best self daily. You have to be your best to expect your best or to give your best. And sometimes... Forcing yourself through something is actually you giving your worst in expectation that your best will come out of it. And that's not fair to the person of the future that you're quote unquote working hard to express later on. And so I know I said a lot in that short, short span, but it's just not fair to the future self that if you're forcing yourself through an anxiety or depressed or mentally unstable version of yourself to become this person because only thing you're going to do is hinder and slow up the process of you tapping into that better self that you're so desperate to reach and so it's okay if you step back it's okay if you take that break it's okay as a creator do not feel hindered because without those breaks you're going to find yourself probably regurgitating some things but you also go find yourself so bottled up that poor habits start to become your reality. And, 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 and while I'm there, I, I want to say this because in this process, when I took this break, I lost about 25 pounds. Now, I've always been a skinny person. Um, I'm still skinny without with losing 25 pounds. But I gained a lot of weight in my midsection in the stomach area. And that's what majority of my weight went to. And you also could see it in my face. And, and so I noticed how my face was getting fatter, but also to my stomach as well. And so um, I, I started to, to lose the weight. And I felt so better that I was able to focus in on that and, and, and lose that weight. And I remember when things started to pick back up, I remember it was so easy for me to go back to my old habits. It was so easy for me to go to the gas station and buy soda and candy. It was so easy for me to pull up in the drive-thru at a fast food restaurant. It was so easy for me to, to binge my time being lazy um, and, and just sitting up on the couch, eating, sleeping. It's so easy to do that stuff. And I said to myself, how did I get back here? And it was like one week had went by and I felt so terrible because I knew it wasn't me. And, and the thing that I did to gain control of myself was I started to go back to something I spoke to in, in a previous episode, and I cannot remember the episode um, number, but it's one of the things that they say in order for you to to grow with your habits, 
You should habit stack. You find a habit that's something that's already successful in your life and you partner maybe the new habit to that successful habit. So let's say if you're consistent with reading a book every morning and you want to start working out, you attach working out either before you read or after you read immediately to take the momentum that you build from the positive or the successful habit and you carry it through to the new habit to build even greater momentum to perform this new habit and to be successful at that. And when you continue to stack those habits, you'll continue to build up this greater momentum to become your best self. And so I had to get back to the root of me habit stacking correctly. And once I habit stacked correctly, I started to see myself kind of flourish and, 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 become that version of me that I just knew was there. And and I felt so good because I knew I was doing my best. Like I knew I was at my strengths. I knew I was living my best life at that point. And so I just want to encourage you to, to maybe look into that, maybe look into what the successful habits you already have in your life and start habit stacking. And when you start habit stacking, you're going to start noticing that your time is going to be taken up doing the things that are, are, positioning you to be your best self and so if you can take up your 18 of awake hours or 16 of awake hours daily with habit stacking that produces you with this the the fruit of of your very best self i'm telling you life is going to be totally different for you but it's going to be something that you overly start to to enjoy again and you're going to see yourself having a bliss that you never had before. So I encourage you to do that. And so before I end this episode, the last thing I want to say is, and and I mean this with all my heart because I truly just want people to to be their best, their best self, but do not be afraid to step away from the people that don't align with the version of yourself you desire to become. I struggle with separating myself. I've had plenty of phone calls with some friends that struggled with separating themselves. Um, I've had conversations with business partners and, and different people that struggle to separate themselves from people that are holding them back. But also, too, if these people do not fit your future, why are you giving them your now? Because every day you give them your now, you're just chipping away at time in your future. And so it's one of those things that you have to make the bold, hard step now and get rid of those relationships because it will cost you your future. It will cost you your best self. It can push you to be even deeper in those poor habits. It can push you to have even more excruciating anxiety and depression. It can keep you back from living your best life And you don't want this to stop you from living your best life. So you have to push people away. And we're in the season right now, if the pandemic taught you anything, social distancing isn't as bad as people made it. Social distancing helped a lot of people overcome a lot of things because they didn't have people in their face as they did before. They was able to actually clearly think for themselves for the first time in their lives. And so for a lot of people... The pandemic taught us how to social cleanse. It taught us how to mental cleanse. It taught us how to prioritize ourselves 
It taught us how to find what's important and what's valuable to us. And so that those things are great when you're talking about living your best life. And so I just wanted to end this episode by reminding you that it's okay that you push away people. And sometimes you push them away for a season of two weeks, sometimes a season of a few months, sometimes a season of a few years. And there are some people you push away forever. It is okay to do that. Do not feel bad. This is about you becoming the best version of yourself. This is about you living your best life. I encourage you to do it because you only get one life. You don't get a second chance at becoming the best version of yourself when your life is over. It is now that you start making those decisions. It is now that you start moving forward. It is now that you start doing the things that you know you need to be doing to be the best version of yourself. There's greatness within you, but you have to believe it. And so if you don't believe it, nobody else is going to believe it for you. And so I just wanted to end there and I just wanted to give you that because I've been there. I understand it. And I try my best to give you what it is that I've been through because I understand how to overcome some things. I'm not perfect and I'm still growing, but I understand what it meant for those things that I just talked about today in this episode. And so lastly, like I said, if you want to connect with me in the show notes, I will have my social media handles as well. I'm truly grateful to be back. I'm truly happy to be able to, to encourage you. I'm truly happy to be able to help um, so many people. And I, I'm just blessed to be in a position that I'm able to, to give a podcast. Shout out to Studio 21 engineer Taylor Moore, who does an amazing job on this podcast. Um, if you do need some podcasts and advice, I will also put in my show notes, Studio 21's uh, email address that you can reach out to the engineer Taylor about podcasting as well. Um, I truly appreciate everybody. And like how I ended my episodes before, um, I'm going to end it differently today just because I'm getting back in that rhythm. And I do want to come up with another catchy, catchy little slogan that I can have at the end. But I just want to say that it's okay to get rid of some things in your life. Do not feel bad. Um, this is about living your best life. And so that's where we're going at into this next season of podcasting is we're going to focus in more in depth about practical ways to live your best life. So I want to dive deeper in some content. And I also want to bring back some of the Christian values I have and some of the content that I have as well, because I truly think that will help a lot of people as well. And so once again, thank you. I hope all is well. To receive updates and additional content from the Gaining Control Podcast, connect with us at gainingcontrolpodcast at gmail.com and connect with me personally at Travis K. Corley on all social media sites. Lastly, we want to hear from you. Share with us your personal story. Please email us at gainincontrolstories at gmail.com.